0: This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network.
1: Today's episode is sponsored by Organifi, the world's best superfoods company. Visit Organifi.com and use coupon code SOBERLIFE at checkout for 15% off your entire order.
0: The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.
1: Another episode of the Sober Life Audio Experience. Experience. (laughs) What up, Romy Rome? Yo, Bri. We're back in the building, back in the stadium. Yes, yes we are. The office of love. I don't know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) It's just supposed to be weird. Good, cool. Well, we have a phenomenal guest with us.
2: Yeah, today is a special day. Aside from it being very hot outside, we have a very hot special guest with us. Yeah, who do Ooh. we got? Oh, hold on. Malfunction. Here we go. Are we live? We're live. Yeah, we are. Good. Cool. So, we have the one, the only, the beautiful, the wonderful, magnificent.
1: Talented. Don't forget oh, talented. T- Whoa, talented. <laughs> Colin Kennedy.
0: What's up, what's up? Hey,
1: Hi. welcome to the show. Yes. yes. Nice but- to be here. Yeah, glad to have you on. Thanks.
0: Yeah. You guys look really good in this light, by the way. Hey, hey, thank you. You're like shining like angels.
1: If you spot it, you got it. Cool. So. Hey now. <laughs> there you go. Love it. So, we, uh, we start the uh, show out. With three pretty important questions.
2: Three, four, three, three. So why don't we just get right into it, Colleen? Let's do it. Question number one. What is your vision?
0: What is my vision? That's a beautiful question.
2: Yeah. I think
0: I would like to say that I don't know what my vision is, but I know what my purpose is. Well,
2: talk so to you us. you would consider yeah. that to be All one right. and the same. We can go with that. Yeah. All right. Purpose, vision, changing so. words already. Cool.
0: <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so my purpose on earth or in this room or anywhere that I go – Is to help people remember their soul's purpose. Okay. To help people remember how divine and how beautiful they are. Yeah. And that they have so much power and to help them remember how it is that they can embody their bodies and live a life that they can thrive off of.
2: Mm. Well, and how is that done?
0: How is that done? Yeah, how's well, that it's done? Such a yummy question. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a lot of ways I think in which that can be done, but what yeah. first comes to mind for me is self love. Okay. Is really remembering what self love is, and you know, through acquiring like a solid foundation of self love, it's like everything can be built off of that. You can build an empire off self love.
2: Hmm. Okay. All right.
1: What if you're lacking self love, like majorly in that department? How does someone go about?
0: Then that's when you come see me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh,
2: Shout out. Got
0: it. So, no, that's a really good question, and it's one that I get asked a lot. And I would have to say that the first thing that I had to do in order to really understand this concept of self-love was to Mm -hmm. break it down into two parts. So I okay. had to identify self and mm-hmm. I had to identify love.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: once I really understood self meaning who I am, the essence yeah. of my being, yeah. and then really understood what love meant, you know, not like the bullshit fairy tale romantic love yeah. or, you know, even like a love that transcends a mother's love for her child or the love you have for your dog or for your children, like really going into the core of what love means, then I was able to put the two together and birth this beautiful baby called self-love.
2: Whoa. Wow. Bellissimo. Bellissimo. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever that means. Yeah. (laughs) Question number two. What do you love?
0: I love, love love. I love love. I love being the embodiment of love. Okay. And I really enjoy traveling into people's souls mm. and mm. connecting with them on a very cellular
2: Mm-hmm. Level. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see what you did there. Right? Yeah. I, like that. <laughs> I, you. I like that. I like that. You, you yeah. know,
1: like your eyes, like sparkle, like when you were going there. Like seriously, yeah, yeah. it's really cool. Oh, like,
2: I, I like that. going into the soul. I'm in it. Sparkle. Right? Yeah. 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 We're in it. Cool.
0: Twilight up in this bitch. Love mm-hmm. it. This <laughs> is
2: this is going to be a good podcast. Cool. All right. Question number three: What is one book? One. That has greatly impacted or shaped your life.
0: That's easy. Um, Breaking the habit of being yourself. How to lose your mind and create a new one by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Mm
2: -hmm. I've uh, never heard of that. It is absolutely
0: phenomenal. If you haven't heard of it you haven't checked it out you should check it out because it's just it's so orgasmic Um, basically this guy (laughs) essentially uh, breaks down the science behind mindfulness and behind meditation and how we don't have to um, accept our current state of being as the permanent state of being and how we can actually shift and alter the cells in our body to heal ourselves okay it's so good
2: interesting
1: yeah that sounds like a good read So what's he say? He says uh, shifting the cells in your body, like each cell has its own little brain and you just shift it or is it about who you be or like what, what's it? So
0: it's, it's through meditation okay. Okay. and, um, essentially, you know, this person was someone who got into an accident. I think it was like a bicycle accident and, Mm -hmm. um, I think uh, the story goes that he was training for like a marathon or something, something like that. And um, he injured himself and he became paralyzed, like from the waist down. And doctors told him he would never walk again.
2: Uh, yeah. I but
0: he this. didn't accept that as I truth. Heard this. Mm,
2: yeah. So
0: he made a commitment to himself. So he, through the power of meditation, actually healed himself. And now he's able to walk again. And he yeah. told himself that if he were to get to the point where he could walk again, he would make it his life's purpose to teach people the power of meditation. Damn, and that is what yeah. he's
2: doing. Okay, that's it. It is an incredible story. I actually do recall hearing that story. So cool. Well, I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. Let's uh, so let's, let's dive
1: in. Jump All right. in. Let's do this. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Where you yeah. from? Give us a little bio. Who you, bio, your, who you be? Deal? What you mm. up to? Yeah. yeah, where you been at? Why are you here?
2: Let's
0: do this. Why am I here? I love that question. So where I'm from? I'm from the stars.
2: Okay, stars. Was uh, that Montana? <laughs> <laughs> the
0: stars up in the sky.
2: <laughs> I'm just um, kidding.
0: But I was born in Georgia and I was raised in South Carolina. Uh, okay. I was raised by my grandparents. Okay.
2: And, the dirty um, South.
0: Yeah, the dirty, dirty South. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you, I've got some stories about that place. Yeah, I bet. I bet. <laughs> And um, I'm 25 years old.
2: Okay. I don't know if you
0: really want to know that, but I'll throw it out Didn't, there. Didn't. But thank okay. you. Yeah. Maybe
2: well, someone listening. I'm here for you. Just yeah. Yeah. like wow, yes. I really wanted to know how old she was. Yeah. Now I'm they know. sure
0: everybody was wondering. Yeah. Yes. How, <laughs>
2: how old are you, Brian? Uh, I'm 98.
1: Yeah. I, f- I thought. I'm looking so. really good for 98. I thought yeah. So. So okay, so you grew up in the south. When did you come? Like, uh, when did you come out here? Were you were you drinking a lot? Were you partying a lot yeah, out there? Oh, yeah, hundred
0: percent. Okay, so on, what, what, what we do? Okay, okay. so <laughs> what was
1: going on with that? Yeah, with
0: drinking and partying. Yeah,
1: yeah fill us in. What's up? You're on oh, the sober man. life audio experience? Yeah, I know. So, right. Let's talk about it, girl. So
0: yeah, so I started drinking at a pretty young age. I had my okay. first drink at fourteen, and it Boom. was amazing. Okay. What was it? It was a warm Bud Light in a bottle that was in the shoebox of my friend's brother's closet. That's,
2: wow. That sounds like, I know. like a dirty South
1: story. Yeah, and a uh, warm and it was Bud Light. Only, <laughs> it, it was only uh. half
0: the bottle that got me feeling euphoric really really yeah okay yeah. Wow. i was a little bit of a late bloomer though um i was raised by my grandparents i was the eighth kid that they had raised so Oof. i didn't really get to get away with a lot even though i tried they had
2: tons of experience oh yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah. And my grandma with her was super psychic so she could always tell when i was sneaking out of the house <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but yeah i just started partying a lot especially in college and i started you go drinking. to college in the south too I did. Yeah, I went to the University of South Carolina.
1: Got it. Yeah. Right.
0: And that only lasted for about a good year.
2: Nice. Oh shit. A yeah. good year? A
0: good year. It was, it was a, a good run. Okay. I had a good run with okay. it. It was awesome while it lasted. Yeah. But, so um, what
2: happened? Wh- yeah, like, why were why why did it only last a year?
0: Well, I mean, you know, drinking and partying was uh became what, my main
2: subject Was that your was that your major?
0: That was my major. Yeah. It
2: became more important than school? Oh, 100%. What 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 did you want to go to school for?
0: Uh, I was in school for music education, mm. so I wanted to be a music therapist. Um, ah, yeah, I grew up singing cool. opera, and so I had a, like a full scholarship to college through no um, way. opera wow. singing. Yeah, yeah. So performing <laughs> okay. and being on stage has always been my jam. And uh, when I found drinking and you know partying, it was like all of that just kind of got pushed to the side. And and uh, you can always find the people that want to cut class and Get really right. wasted with you. And I yeah. know those people. Yeah,
1: you can. Brian knows those people. Yeah. I definitely knew them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he yeah. was one of them. You can also
0: send them my way too. Uh, <laughs> I'll give them some love.
1: <laughs> good, good. They need it. Good. So what happened? Like yeah. you're, you left school like by choice. Was there an incident? Did something better come along for you?
0: Um, You know, life? for me it was I, I got into a really depressed state. Mm-hmm. And I stopped caring about everything. I didn't care about where I lived. I didn't care about who I affected or how I affected them, much less myself. Okay. And um, and I didn't care about school. And there was a part of me that understood that um, this numbness that I felt towards life wasn't my natural state. And I got that, but I just didn't know how to get out of it. Mm. And um, so there was a psychologist at the school, and she wrote a, a letter of recommendation for me to withdraw um, under depression, basically. Right. And um, And so I left. And I had to do a little bit more partying and a little bit more hard times came along after that. And, um, you know, I, I found myself, um, I had gotten kicked out of my house and um, I was living in some pretty awful situations um, and put myself in a lot of compromising
1: situations. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. It,
0: was, it was pretty nasty.
1: <laughs> mm.
2: Yeah. Roman likes nasty.
0: Oh, do you now?
2: Yeah, it's like, <laughs> that's like my thing.
0: I like it on occasion. I think yeah. there's a time and place.
2: Yeah, no, nasty is good. Chaos, love it. It's perfect. Opportunity for growth. That's what that Very presents so. itself as. Totally. So you had to go through the chaos and the nastiness to get to where you are today. 100%. So yeah. it got weird.
0: It got super weird.
2: Did, uh, did you cross
1: any of your morals or compromise your integrity at all?
0: Oh, 100%. I didn't even yeah. know what my morals were. Wow. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. Got it. And that's how, that's how detached and disillusioned I was from reality.
1: Disconnected, huh? Yeah. Mm. And that just made for a lot more drinking, partying. Yeah. Damn. So, yeah. So, left. So,
2: like, you left. What happened? Where'd you go?
0: And then I joined the Navy.
1: <laughs> oh hell yeah thank you for your service so, yeah yes. thank you for your
0: support yeah. i appreciate it yeah thank you so joining the navy that was um that was my way out you know i thought that i you like i'll stop drinking
2: a- if i join the navy yeah
0: i was like i just need a good <laughs> swift kick in the ass and i need and I'll structure see the world and yeah. i will see the world and i will get to help women and children there
1: and you go all of
0: these things and-
1: so what was that like joining yeah. the navy like where were, where were you stationed where'd you go
0: uh, so I'm stationed here in San Diego.
1: Okay. Yeah. Oh, she's so in the Navy. I'm
0: still in. Oh,
1: yeah. Snap. yeah. I'll okay. be out soon. Got it, and
0: uh, yeah. So, were now, you
1: ever on a ship, or have you like? I was, yeah. Okay. So, I was
0: on. Uh, it's called the USS Higgins, okay, DDG seventy six okay. destroyer, yeah. Um, okay. And uh, it's one of the most badass ships that the Navy has. Nice <laughs> Just like throwing that out there.
2: Shout out, um, yeah, destroyer.
0: Shout out to the Higgins. Many <laughs> of my uh, shipmates are watching this right now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I was on there for a few months, and um, you know, I think when I came to San Diego, um. I stopped drinking for a little while and then I went through a really bad breakup and I kind of sat on my hands for about two weeks um, trying not to drink over this breakup and, mm. and then I did. And at that time when I did, I was on my ship and um, I think I, I had only been back at drinking maybe for, I don't know, a couple of days right. and then I actually got raped by somebody off of my ship mm. while I was intoxicated. Whoa. Yeah.
1: Whoa. So that happens.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah, it happens. It's more common, I think, than people really realize, and that's a sad thing to say. Like, like
1: in the Navy or in general.
0: In the Navy, really? Oh. Yeah. I mean, wow. In the in the military, you know, sexual assault is. I mean, it happens. And, right. You know, in in the military, they call drinking um, being a sailor. Yeah. You know? Right. And so it's the culture, and and they're doing a really good job of trying to change the culture in mm-hmm. the military right now, right? Um, to prevent things like that from happening. Um, but you know this is a system that's been put in place for so long and and um it's well,
2: times are changing, yeah, you yeah. know and and it gets to catch up,
1: yeah exactly wow. Yeah, that's heavy, so yeah, like, that what is, what came up for you around that like I mean, that seems
2: gnarly so yeah. you're like you're on a ship, you can't leave the ship, yeah, right, so it, and then so this the incident happens
0: right. So when I was assaulted, um, it was on base. It was in my barracks oh, okay, room. Okay. And so, um, but yeah, the next day I, and, and I didn't even, um, I wasn't really processing what had happened. Right. And it wasn't until the next day that I was having a conversation with a friend and he said, oh, how was your weekend? And I told him what happened and he was like, Colleen, that's not okay. Right. And, and it didn't register with me. And so that night I, I remember not being able to sleep and just having this like sick feeling in my yeah. stomach. And the next day, I went to my ship and I reported this person, and um, decided to go through the whole court case, and um, you know went through that for over a year. Wow! And uh, yeah, and he was found not guilty, so he's um, still in and and gets to do his thing. And um, yeah, that was really hard. That was that was hard for me to process.
2: Wow! It was like a year long process.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah what, it was pretty what, intense. Like, uh, what, what would you say to because? Yeah, this I've is... had personal like girlfriends of mine in situations like that that weren't in the Navy that had working situations where their superiors supposedly like their bosses would come onto them like that and would like one gr- one girlfriend of mine like was like was raped and like she didn't know what to do hmm. like what would you say in that situation?
0: As far as like what to do if the rape has already occurred yeah. or before it occurs, yeah
1: both so like especially after so
0: both so this i think is where um standing in our power becomes really really important Mm -hmm. yeah and learning how to set boundaries and learning how to say no and we live in a culture that doesn't know how to receive the word no you Mm -hmm. know and so it's like when i this and and i'll just use this as an example this is not all men in general but Mm -hmm. um sometimes like if i would tell a man no then they would think well oh, I just have to find my way in. I have to mm-hmm. figure out like how I can go around this Right. Mm-hmm. instead of saying, you know what? No, I, I honor that that is your no and I'm going to celebrate that with you. Mm-hmm. And so I actually wrote a, a blog post about this, about how no is a complete motherfucking sentence.
1: And that is exactly
0: <laughs> what it means and, and yes, how I love that. to celebrate. So no yeah. becomes a celebration rather than an right. interrogation. So right. I think okay. that that is something really important that men and women can acquire mm-hmm. for themselves is learning how to say Learn.
2: no. Right. Knowledge.
0: So yeah. Yeah. Now, if there is an assault that happens, um, if someone is raped, then afterwards, you know, one of the best things that you can do is to go to the hospital Um, if you want to and you can get um, a rape kit done. I went through it. It's awful and brutal. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. It's not a fun experience. Um, But if you do decide to press charges or, you know, there are a lot of resources out there, depending on what city and what state you live in. Um, there are hotlines that you can call. Um, and I think also, you know, having somebody in your life that you really trust, somebody that you have a really Mm -hmm. good connection with, um, that you know, that you can confide in and someone that's got your back.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Wow. So during, during this whole time, um, were you drinking? Were you sober?
0: So I so it was around July fourth when I was drinking and this right. was two thousand fourteen. Right. And then I was raped on July twelfth, two thousand fourteen. So there mm. was um the between the fourth and the twelfth I was drinking. We'll mm. just say that. Yeah. And then after I had gotten raped, I finally made the decision. I was like, you know what, this isn't cool. Like yeah. this right. is not this is not okay. Right. You know, I, I had started to um Really connect with the stories I had heard of other people that had shared
2: Mm. of how
0: they were taken advantage of under the influence of alcohol, and I said, "No, this is not. This is something that is um, taking away my power. Yeah, and um, and I don't want it. And so I got sober, and I've been sober ever since. Wow, it's about a little over three years. Yeah,
2: holy shit. Yeah, dang. So you just made a decision one day that enough was enough. I mean that. I mean what you had gone through had. I mean that's on lists of you know bottoms that people would say like sure. rock bottom like that's got to be yeah. yeah you know that was it for me yeah. that was
0: all that i needed that was the wake-up call for myself and i'm really really grateful that i heeded that call yeah um, yeah wow
1: so now that you're sober yeah what do you want like i know your purpose yeah but like what do you want for yourself like what do you want for the world like what mm, do you want in yeah general?
0: oh such a good question you know yeah. I don't think anybody's actually asked me that question in a while <laughs> what do you I want really, I know I, I just want to take a moment and say thank you for <laughs> yeah. asking me yeah this what question. do you want it's a beautiful question what I want is um I want to live a life that I'm thriving from and I'm currently doing that right now like okay. I have everything that I want okay I have beautiful people in my life I have so much love in my life mm. like it's it's absolutely orgasmic. I cannot even tell you. Like, there is nothing that I want for. Cool. I have it all within me, and it shows in my external environment through the people that I've surrounded myself with.
1: Okay. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, I love that. I love that. And <laughs> uh, I acknowledge that
2: fully and completely. Thank you. If you did have a want... Oh, okay. What would it be? So you say you're you're getting out of the navy soon. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What, what's yeah. next? Okay. So I. Yeah. Now I'm catching, <laughs> I'm catching man.
0: Okay. So um, right now, what I want to do is to empower other people and okay. to inspire them. Got it. And that is why I'm. How? In,
1: in what way? Yeah. yeah. How?
0: Uh-huh. How? Hey, I see what you guys are yeah. doing right here. I love it. In what way? In whatever way that they need right okay. because we all have different desires and we all have different um, soul purposes yeah. and so it's like being able to recognize and to connect with someone on that level and then understanding it's a very intuitive thing for me mm-hmm. so it's not like I can come up to you and say I know what you need and I've got what you right. want and I'm going to give it to you it's about listening to you it's about mm-hmm. connecting to who yeah. you are and hearing about your needs and your yeah. wants and then together we can come to co-create mm-hmm. in order to do something and create something that serves us and the greater good
1: Right. Yeah. What do you think about the statement of listening to the listening? What does listening to the listening mean to you?
0: Mm. Listening to the listening. I think of intuition. Okay. And the reason I say that is because when um, a lot of times my intuition or um, like I get messages through you. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I get messages through hearing you speak and you mm-hmm. share things with me. And then there's something that you can say, and it's not all the time, but you know sometimes you'll you'll be speaking, and then it will really resonate with me, and it will hit me somewhere, and I'll be like, oh fuck, I needed to hear that,
2: you know, and and I needed
0: that all day long, and it wasn't until I got to meet you and you said it in a way that I understood it.
2: Yeah, Mm. no, that yeah, that happened. I was watching actually your video.
0: Oh yeah, which one? The other night. A lot of it was the other (laughs)
2: night. It was. It's when I messaged you. Okay. And I was like, yo, I saw the video, love it. Yeah. Yeah, because you had said something that I had probably heard a million times. The
0: one about abandonment. Yes.
2: Yes. 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 Yeah, I was like, oh, give Oof. it to me, girl. Yeah. Abandonment. Right? Me. Yes, Seriously. I loved it. And I was like, Did I give it to you? You gave it to me. Thank God. It was, he as you would that. say, <laughs> orgasmic. Yes. Yeah. So good. And I was like, wow. I don't know why this has never, you know. Landed. Huh? Landed for me before right. until you said it. And it was like s- stuff that I say as well. Yeah, Brian. Well, what you know, was Brian it? I, <laughs> I want to know. I can't, <laughs> it, <laughs> hey, You'll have to watch, hey, the, watch video. the video. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, for like all those that. for all those watching. Yeah. For all those watch, watching, watch our video. You yeah. can you yeah. can
0: find me on Facebook, Colleen
2: Kennedy. There we go. It's
0: on yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. So yeah. In, inspiring, empowering, uplifting. Yeah. You know, in in the ways of it sounds like blogging media kind of like influencer yeah. lives sure live facebook lives what and- like yeah let's facebook let's life. get clear on on what that like looks like yeah, yeah totally
0: so i'm actually creating an online group coaching program what? yeah it's gonna launch on december 5th and okay. i'm wow. gathering a tribe of people together right now um and what this group is going to do is this is going to help people help facilitate the remembrance of self-love yeah. and to help people remember. Cause see, here's the thing is that I'm not teaching anybody anything. Mm-hmm. So if I say something to you and yeah. it feels good to you and it becomes your truth, then it's, you are remembering. Yeah. So I am just holding space yeah. for you, meaning that I'm just listening yeah. and showing you that I really care. Right. And then you get to remember all this shit that makes yeah. you so, Oh my gosh.
2: Dang. What's, so what's
1: possible for people when they love themselves?
0: Oh, uh, Everything, everything and anything. anything, like if you can imagine what is beyond your wildest dreams and then go beyond that i mean there's just there there is no stopping it
2: yeah no it's Whoa. it's powerful yeah think about that, guys they' are listening, watching, if you can go beyond your wildest dreams, wait,, how do you say it it was if you can go prolific. beyond beyond your wildest dreams beyond beyond. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, try going. Just keep there. going. Yeah, just go.
0: <laughs> just keep wow. going up and up and up.
2: Sounds like one hell ends. of a ra- uh, rabbit hole here. <laughs> well, that
0: depends on if you're going up or down, my friend.
2: <laughs> yeah. Whoa. <laughs> damn. <laughs>
0: I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, that's that. I think that's wonderful, and it plays into the part of you know you never arrive. Right. You're never like, it's, yeah. not, it's we're not on a bus and then like our stops and four stops. Totally. It's like we just continue. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: There's no end. And I think yeah. that what's really hard for people to conceptualize is this, you know, these esoteric ideas of, of self-love and, right. you know, right. becoming empowered. And how do I feel good on the inside? Yeah, and yeah, How do I show that on the outside? You know, we try to break things down into things that are very black and white. Yeah. And the reality or not reality is that sometimes you just can't.
2: Right, you know, and so yeah. it's really
0: tapping into that source of knowing that there's something out there that is so much more beyond it that you can tap into at any time.
1: Mm. Wow, I love source.
2: Right, source. Source yeah, is we, amazing.
1: We get to be the sole and uncontested authors. Yes, right? of yes. Our own so we, life. we are the yeah. co-creators. Mm. Boom.
2: Yeah. That's
1: a lot of magic. So, what's right? in the way? What's in the way for most people? Like, what's mm. what's stopping that flow? Like, what's closing the channel? Fear. Okay. Yeah.
2: Fear. Fear. Fear of what?
0: Fear of anything. Fear of anything and everything. Fear of being able to tap into our unlimited potential. I mean, we live in a system, right? In a society that in sociology they call it structural functionalism, right? And so it's this hierarchy. And it's saying that there is a CEO, there is a boss, there is one who reigns. Right. And so it's like if you are a part of the structure, then. There's a lot of fear in being able to step outside of the structure because that structure tells you that if you step out, you're going to fail.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah. Wow.
0: Hence why most people work nine to five is that they're absolutely miserable at.
2: I know. Jeez. <laughs> That's or, not I for know. me. Or, or yeah. we get
1: really busy in doing.
2: This yeah. Is something yeah. that
1: I can feel like resonates with me and, and people I know is that we get really busy in the doing Yeah. And that you get so busy in the doing that you completely miss the being. Yeah.
2: And you set you settle for safety rather than going for your dreams because you're comfortable.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you know, that whole saying you have one life to live.
2: Yeah. It's like so
0: fucking live it.
2: Live it, baby. Do what you want to do. Whatever
0: it is that like sets that fire, like sets your fire on fire inside of you. Whatever gives you orgasms, whatever makes your nipples hard, do more of that shit.
1: (laughs) But I'm so scared I can't move. Yeah. What do you do then? What next?
0: If you're so scared that you can't move, you breathe. Okay. You breathe. You acknowledge the fear. See, this is the thing. You're not trying to get rid of fear. It it won't
2: go away. Right. It's just
0: acknowledging that it exists, acknowledging that your body is experiencing fear. So like, you know, physically our body experiences it in the form of like sweating, right? Or heart pounding or sweaty palms, like whatever it is. Like the body will physically react. Uh So it's just about the acknowledgement. It's about being able to have the awareness to say that, hey, this is... My body is having this experience right now. Yeah. But it doesn't have to dictate my life. Right. It doesn't have to keep me frozen. But most people can't even get beyond the frozen.
1: Well, you know what? In my
2: experience is you can be scared and still go for it anyways.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And, you know, one of the biggest tools in that is linking up with someone else that could walk you through that fear yeah.
0: oh yeah a hundred percent yeah somebody that actually believes in you even if you don't believe in yourself
2: and that's why there's people like uh, you and and us yeah. on this earth
0: exactly yeah and
2: it's like to just walk people through that fear a hundred percent we're angels
0: we are Matt Kahn. Uh, Matt Khan is a great, a great person. Um, you can yeah. find him on YouTube. He actually talks about we're all in the Angel Academy.
1: Mm, yeah. and we're all just
0: down here, yeah. you know, in school basically, and we are right. angels. And I think what's really cool is that you know I was I've been processing a lot of trauma and, and old yeah. wounds lately. Obviously, if you guys have been keeping up on Facebook, you see all my abandonment shit and everything. <laughs> yeah. So I've been processing, and um, but I recognize that it's like using that trauma. To in order to be of service to other people. Mm. So if you want to think of it in like yes. almost like Jesus, right? Like Jesus being it. crucified. I love it. You know, and having yeah. these experiences, and, and I know that I'm going through this pain. Yeah. For, and it's not all in vain. I yeah. know that yeah. I'm doing it for you, so that yeah. I can I love, love you exactly as you are.
2: I fucking love wow. that.
0: Right. Yeah, wow.
2: I, I do a whole oh. I do a whole spiel. It's like my infamous spiel. On turning pain into purpose. Yeah. Because it's like the best fuel to any fire that you can ever have. And the Mm -hmm.
0: best thing that we can do when we're feeling the feelings of abandonment or any pain is to embrace it, is to keep an open heart. I can't tell you how many times I like lay on my bed, just sprawled out with my my arms wide open, right? And I just let my heart feel it. I let my body process and do whatever it needs to do to release trauma, whether that be shaking or crying or sweating or screaming. I let my body release it and I just surrender.
2: Mm. It's... It's, it's it's interesting in going back to, you know, sober life and like addiction and alcoholism and what that looks like there, yeah. is that fear is probably the biggest, you know, component of people not getting sober. Yeah. Right. It's, right. it's like the fear of, well, like if you're on hard drugs, fear right. of withdrawal, mm-hmm. right. fear of being without, the fear of feeling again. Right, that's what I was gonna say. Like, numb out. Yeah, like a lot of addicts don't want to feel. Yeah, so what's up with that? And and (laughs) I think it's because they don't have healthy experience.
0: Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah, and I think that a, a a large part of it is. You know, so many people seem to to get sober with this idea that they're going to get their old life back. Right. Right. Yeah. And so that they're going to be that mother again or they're going to be that friend or, you know, there are parts of them that they want back. Yeah. And what's really beautiful about getting sober is that you get to create a brand new identity. Yes. And it is one yeah. that most people probably won't even recognize. True. But that means that you have a say in who you become Mm. you have a say in what it is that you want to feel Mm -hmm. because we can choose to feel or not to feel yeah Mm -hmm. you know the feelings may still always be there but it's like you do have that choice and so i think perception is key when you are trying to get sober or when you're moving through trying to process trauma
2: well i think one thing that is i mean that in itself is a scary thought of Because a lot of people, like you said, are like, yeah, I'll get my old life back because I want my old life back. Well, that's not even really an option, you know, because you're never going to go backwards. You can only move forwards. Right. And so then it's, okay, you're going to have this life that's beyond anything you can ever think of. That is scary. Like, that's a scary statement to a lot of people. But
0: why? But why does it have to be scary?
2: I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm not, right? I'm not a scientist. So, I mean, we think-
0: <laughs> Neither am I. <laughs> because
1: yeah, I when it's scary, like you can put a label on it. Because and it's, it's the it's, fear of
2: the unknown.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's there the it fear is. of the unknown. Yeah. It's the not knowing. It's the, I've lived this way my entire life, so I know what to expect. Right. Even at my worst, addicted to drugs and drinking and being sexually assaulted and going to jail and losing everything, as bad as that may be, I've already done it. I've already experienced so I already know what it is. And to even try to comprehend a life other than that where you don't know what the results are gonna be and you're just gonna take it. it's like jumping mm. that you know, jumping out of the airplane. Totally. You know, when people telling you you have a parachute on your back. And you're like, okay, but I still have to jump out of this fucking plane.
0: Yeah, but here's the beauty in it. You don't have to do it alone. Right? Yeah. You don't have to do it alone. And the other thing that I would like to say to that is, you know, this whole idea of the fear of the unknown. I fucking love the fear of the unknown. Yeah, Like that shit gets me going. I really enjoy walking into the fire. So many people want to walk around the fire, put out the fire, ignore the fire. But when you walk into the fire... It's like I know and I have experienced it before that what is on the other side of that fire when you emerge, when you come out of it is something that is so beautiful.
2: So I will say this. I am in the same boat and Brian is too. I know this guy loves fire. He's constantly burning himself. (laughs) But we have fallen in love with the unknown, right? Like the unexpected. But, But it's only because we have experienced that. You know what I'm saying? So for the listener that's never taken any risks, always played it safe and is stuck in their shit because they're scared. Like what can you say to that person right now that would motivate them and put them in a position where they're ready to take that first step?
0: Mm. Be kind to yourself Mm. through your entire process being kind to ourselves. Cause so often we seem to get in these situations where we're like, okay, I know that I'm at the jumping off point, but I don't know how the fuck I'm going to jump off or if I even should. Right. And that's understandable. And it's like, what we do is we begin to compare our jumping off point to someone else's jumping off point, right? And so it's that whole idea that, well, I don't think that I can do this because I have all of this other outside information coming in telling me what's going to happen or what's not going to happen if I do choose to jump. So it's about being kind to ourselves, allowing ourselves, knowing that there is no certain time. Like, it's not like you have to wake up today and get all of your shit together. Would it be great? Yeah, probably. Cool. But it doesn't have to happen all at once. It is a process and if we can surrender to the process and really embrace it with an open heart and with arms wide open. What's that song? Arms wide
1: open. With arms wide open. Yeah,
0: Yeah. (laughs) just think of of that. that I always think of like the the Titanic, like that I'm flying, you know, and she's like standing. And like if you embrace, if you have that attitude towards life and you embrace it like that, you're going to be fucking fine. You're going to be phenomenal.
2: Mm. Love it. So we have to wrap. We're getting the heads up. But I want to ask one thing. It was, it was brought to us on our Facebook page. It was a question. Do you believe in being a victim of circumstance? Sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Totally. I've been there. Mm-hmm. I believe that you I, – I believe, yes, you can be a victim of your circumstance, but it is a choice. It is a choice. choice. You can choose to stay in the state of victim or you can choose okay. to move into the state of a survivor – and then you can up level yourself and become a thriver.
1: Yeah. Dang. Yeah, and you can fight for your life. Yeah. Not your survival. Wow. I love it. Wow. Leave us with leave us with uh what would you say to someone right now Sprinkless. who's about to jump off the edge and doesn't know what to do and scared and hopeless and like just hurting.
2: Maybe they're on drugs or drinking, maybe they are also experienced sexual assault, maybe Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, leave it, leave sure. it. Yeah. yeah, drop it.
0: You are not alone. Surrender to your experience because that is where the wisdom lies. Mm. Know that you are surrounded, you are so deeply and divinely loved, and no thing and no one can take that from you.
1: Mm. Beautiful. Boom. Colleen, where can everyone find you?
0: So, you guys can find me on Instagram at colliebird effect.
2: Kali Bird. Kali
0: Bird, K-A-L-I, Bird, Effect with an E. You can also find me on Facebook at Colleen Kennedy. Um, If I don't accept your friend request, just give me a follow because I get a lot of random friend requests and um, it's hard to filter (laughs) through all of those. Right. And, uh, yeah.
2: Colleen, it's been a blessing having you on the show. Yeah, this is amazing. Thank you. It's been an honor. And for those tuned in, watching, and listening, thank you for supporting. And I would say this, please... Like and share this on your Facebook and Instagram page. You never know whose life you might save by directing them to this episode. Yes. So that being said, thank you for tuning in. Have a blessed day. All right. Peace.